All right, everybody, we made it through the holidays, and we got another episode of Backlash Podcast coming at you. So this week, we're going to talk to Amy Keys from Keys Outdoors. We're going to pull back the curtain on the Keys Outdoors thing and talk to her about kind of what's going on over there, what her responsibilities are. She caught a couple a couple nice muskies or a nice muskie this year. We're going to talk a little bit about that, talk about her mishap from eight years ago where she just about went in the lake for people that have watched Keys Outdoors for that long. It was a... It's not quite the Steve Jensen moment where he slips off the gunnel and falls in the water because at every at every single trade show we go to, you know, people see Steve and they're like, you remember that one time where you fell in the water on Keys Outdoors? It's that. So um, it's not quite to that level, but it's still uh, entertainment nonetheless. Our co-hosts today, again, are Brad and Carrie Hoppy with Muskie Mayhem Tackle. And if you want to check out their stuff, check out muskymayhemtackle.com. I'm Jeff with Team Rhino Outdoors, and if you're looking for gear yet for Christmas presents, you want a late-season fishing lure, check out TeamRhinoOutdoors.com. So, Brad and Carrie, the season, the sun is literally setting on the season over there in Minnesota. It's about 4.15-ish over here on Tuesday, December 1st. And, uh, Brad, I mean, overall, what kind, what kind of rating would you give this season for you over there in Minnesota? We'll go... Scale of one to ten. You kind of put me on the spot there, Jeff. Um, I had a great season. I really did. I, I got to fish with a lot of cool people, and I thank all of those that booked me this last year. And on a scale of one to ten, I would say it was a good seven or eight. A lot of nice big fish caught in the boat this year. A few heartbreakers where we lost a couple big ones. But all in all, I'd, I'd have to say seven and a half to eight. How's that sound? That sounds good. I mean, that sounds like a pretty good season. Some of the stories you told me, I actually thought it had been higher, but apparently you have higher expectations than me. Well, I'll tell you, you know, it's one of them deals where we probably could have caught a couple more big fish, and what I mean by big fish are 50 entries, but, you know, all in all, I can't complain whatsoever. I, uh, we definitely had a good year that way, but we had, like I said, some heartbreakers. So, you know, those heartbreakers kind of put a little bit of a wrench in that system. Absolutely. I still have a little bit of time left. I'm hoping to get a couple more trips out and it looks like the weather is going to hold out for that. So hopefully I can, I'm still searching for that one big bite, but fortunately this past weekend, I got one monkey off my back. I wanted to get my son his first muskie. We took a trip South. I got tired of getting my butt kicked over on, on Green Bay. And so I took a trip South, got him up at five o'clock in the morning, got both my son and my daughter up at five o'clock, headed down South, did a little bit of trolling for three hours. I, uh, I gotta, I gotta say though, we did get, we did get the muskie in the net and I didn't, sadly, I didn't take a measurement on it. Not because I, not for any particular reason other than the muskie got hung kind of high in the net when I, when I netted it and then it wanted to chomp right on the net. So I'm trying to get the stupid things head back in the water and I, it, you know, the temperatures were cold, the water temperatures are cold, but I just didn't feel like risking it. So no measurement. I'm guessing it was a 38. But uh, about halfway through the day, I'm I'm texting with Jeff Hansen, who who guides down in southern Wisconsin, and he asked me how things were going, and I said, because he knew that I was down, and I said, well, you know, nothing yet. And he said, well, you know, how fast are you going? And I I told him, he's like, well, I think you need to bump it up a little bit. I'm like, Jeff, I'm kind of going pretty fast already, like, seriously. And he's like, no, I'm serious. Bump them up a little bit. He's like, because these fish sometimes want you know, they want a reaction strike in, in, you know, in the late fall too. And I'm like, but I'm already going pretty fast. And he's like, nope, try it. 
<laughs> so sure enough, about an hour and a half after I cranked up the speed, I got one to go. So it was, uh, I, I, I got the muskie for my son and I did all the, I did everything, setting the rods. He didn't tell me which baits to run or anything like that, but I got to give a little bit of an assist to him because there's no chance I would have been going as fast as I was if it wasn't for him. So pretty cool though. I mean, I've never, I've never trolled. I mean, we were up in the 3.7, 3.8 range in late fall and I've never done that before. Well, sometimes that, that speed is the trigger, that's for sure. So another thing to put in your pocket and, and try to remember, Jeff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, like I said, it's, it's just, it's crazy how, how little things can, you know, change your luck, I guess I would say in a, in the course of a, of a day or, or whatever it's, I've talked about it before. It's like, we're literally just one or two decisions away from success or failure. I mean, that's just how it is. It's almost always that way. And I just find it to be amazing sometimes, you know, like I said, we've talked about it before. I've had those seasons where you make every decision right and you have a great season. And then there have other seasons where it's the opposite. You make every decision that you think is right. And it turns out that it's not right. So muskies will do musky things as they say, right? Hands down, Jeff, you know, that, that's what makes the sport so fun. And again, you know, it's pieces to the puzzle. Like we've always talked about. Yeah, they'll, they'll surprise you every different time. So you just gotta gotta mix things up and actually keep trying different things. And sometimes that's the answer. For sure, I definitely got stuck in a rut on that particular morning. I wish I would have played around with it sooner. I'm thinking maybe we could have had another one in the boat, but it is what it is. Managed to get one, and I'm pretty happy about that. My son was happy about that. At some point this winter, we'll probably have a short little YouTube video on it. I ran some cameras doing it, and so he was uh, he's jacked up that he got his first muskie. Next time he's got to, I told him he's got to put his big boy pants on and he's got to go and uh, do a little bit of casting. Enough of this trolling stuff. He's he's nine. He can tough it out now. So, Jeff, how, how would you rate your season? <laughs> yeah, one to ten. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know. Like, I had certain points that I'd give it an eight. I had most points that I'd give it, like, a three. My season, like, filming-wise, we've done we've done fine. We, we have some decent fish on film. We have some smaller fish on film. Overall, it wasn't bad, but for me personally, it was a struggle. Like I just, you know, I was always the net man and never the guy catching them. When I did catch them, they were, you know, mostly small. I think my son's 38 was probably about, I'm guessing it was 38. It was 38 to 40. I'm going to say it was 38-ish. And that was probably about as big as I, I actually personally caught this year. We have some bigger ones on film. And so I'm going to go with, you know, overall, I'll give it like a a six maybe you know in general you know if i'm rating the entire thing my own personal season it was it was like a three it wasn't that great i wouldn't yeah i'm hoping to not repeat this again next year yeah you know jeff uh, there's something to be said though you got your son as first fish and right there that should have bumped that up to at least a five come on give yourself a break yeah <laughs> i won't i won't deny it like that fish definitely helps save my season in a, in a sense, in overall, I mean, I had like, I had two good days on the or three total days on the water with my kids at the end of the season. Uh, the weather happened to play into it. Although my daughter was crying about how cold it was on Saturday, and it wasn't cold. It was forty five. There was a nice wind to it, so it made it feel a little cooler. But like I had to take my coat off and give it to her so she could use it as a blanket and all this other stuff. And I, but. You know, but they were they were fun days. Honestly, I wouldn't trade those for anything. And those the two trips that I took with my kids in late fall, those were my two favorite trips I took all year. 
And I'm glad that they want to spend time with me in the boat. It's cool. It's no different than, you know, when Mika wants to spend time with you guys in the boat. It's, I mean, it's honestly, that's really what it's all about. It's super cool. I would agree with that completely. Um, I know I've had a ton of fun with my daughter in the boat, so I, I completely respect it. I get it. It's pretty incredible that you're able to do that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. You know, the, one of the reasons that, you know, you kind of made me think about it a little bit, this fall, honestly, from like the second or third weekend in October, it, I kind of started bombing it. It was really tough. Um, that little warm-up that we had really kind of put a wrench in things. It, it was kind of a tougher fall. I think I heard that completely all the way around. The guys that stuck it out and kept going definitely did okay, that's for sure. But uh, my, me personally, my fall was a little bit rougher than I would have liked to have seen. Yeah, like I said, aside from that, I had a couple of stretches where it was all right. I want to—I can't remember the, the other time I was out. I might have already talked about it. Yeah, I think we did because it was last week. I, you know, I got out again, and you know, same same kind of thing. I spent most of my fall trolling. I just—I haven't done a lot of trolling in the fall lately because I haven't t- done a ton of fishing in the fall lately, and so I wanted to just see what I could do there. And, eh, it's been mixed results, but. I learned some things. Like, I mean, I clearly learned something on Saturday that I, I'll throw into my bag of tricks, and hopefully I, one of these next couple trips out yet, I can still you know, use it to potentially have some success. So stand by for future episodes, and uh, you'll know exactly how my season runs out. And I'm, I mean, like I said, based on the weather, I think I have two, maybe three more trips left in me. We'll see what happens. I mean, it, it all depends. But um, moving on to the next topic, uh, we want to thank everybody for coming out and spending money with us on our Thanksgiving, Black Friday, end of November sale, whatever you want to call it, pre-Christmas, however you want to do it. And for anybody, you know, in, a, in an effort to give back to the people that support us all year round, if you go to our Facebook page, we run a contest called the TRO Days of Christmas, where we give away a $20 gift card to our website every single day for one random lucky person. What you do is you basically go on there every day. You find the post of the day. It's a product on our website. You go find that product on our website. There's a there's a letter associated with that in the description. It'll say TRO Days of Christmas Day whatever letter. You use that. You, you line them all up. It will spell out a phrase. On the 25th of December, we will ask you to personal message us the phrase. As long as you have the phrase correctly, you are entered to the grand prize. I think last year we gave away like a few baits and a $100 gift card for that. So all in all, we end up giving away, I think, roughly $600 to our website over the course of December. There's no purchase necessary. There's no nothing. You don't have to ever have bought anything from us. Just go check out our Facebook page every day until the 25th of December. So, and again, that's just our, it's a fun little thing that we did. We started way back in the day and people liked it. So we continued doing it. And so that $600 that we give away, that comes right out of my $0 paycheck I I take from running this fantastic little TRO company. So thank you all. I'm sure that Brad and Carrie have something to say as far as how things went is selling on on their end. Yeah, we we both want to thank everybody who supported our our website and who throws Musky Mayhem Tackle all summer. Uh, Our Black Friday... And in November, Happy Thanksgiving, pre-Christmas sale went went very well, and um, we we can't thank everybody enough for supporting us this year. It, it means a lot to all of us here. 
It's absolutely incredible, Jeff. And, you know, I mean, we've been in business for 15 years. We're kind of the originators of this whole flash boot thing, as well as the big blades. And, you know, it's just so cool to, to see the public and our customers basically, you know, they become our friends over a period of time, that's for sure. And I know I've said this in the past when, you know, these two shows have been canceled, the Milwaukee and the Chicago show. It's a little frustrating just in the sense that we won't be able to reconnect with some of those people, our customers and our friends that uh, support us. So without them, we wouldn't be where we are today and we wouldn't be able to keep doing what we're doing. So much appreciated, put it that way. Absolutely. That Black Friday sale actually gave, uh, it was a little bit of benefit to both of us. We sold so many triggers that I actually did put an order in this morning for more triggers. So it kind of, uh, it was the gift that kept on giving in a sense, huh, Brad? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we couldn't do what we do without retailers either. And you do a fantastic job, Jeff, with Team Rhino. And we uh, greatly appreciate you as well. Well, I, I mean, it's a it's a two-way street. I told you that, guys. I told you that all the time. And so, uh, yeah, we're happy to have your products. It's, you know, they they help people make seasons, as we're going to hear about with when we talked to Amy. Apparently, there was a 56-incher caught on them, and we're going to have to go and check out that video on, on uh, the Keys Outdoors YouTube channel. Absolutely. That, that's the cool part, too. You know, when you think about this, job, people sending pictures or just hearing somebody on a phone call, whatever it might be, a text, seeing them on Instagram, Facebook, whatever. You know, it's always a, it's something that kind of gives you a little kick in your butt and says, man, you got to keep going and you got to keep making these products because it is appreciated and it's cool to be part of that and see it shared, put it that way. For sure. So intro aside, I think that was plenty. We uh, covered a lot of different, different stuff and uh, let's go get Amy on the phone and pull back the curtain on Keys Outdoors and see what they got going on for their 21st season. All right, our guest today is Amy Keys. For anybody that doesn't know, she is, I would say, the uh, heart and soul put behind Keys Outdoors. Like what you see on TV, I think, is a lot to do with Amy, and we're going to kind of get a little bit of background on that today. She's got a fun story about a muskie that she caught. So anyways, Amy, we appreciate you taking some time out of your schedule today. How is everything going? Everything's going great. Everything is going wonderful. It's nice and cold here in Wisconsin, so this podcast is a breath of fresh air for me. Excellent. And, you know, we're ha- like I said, we're happy to have you on. So let's talk first thing is, you know, your background. Obviously, you know, for people that don't know, your dad's Mike. He's uh, very well known in the muskie community. But I don't think a lot of people know about your role with Keys Outdoors. So let's just kind of talk about, I guess, that for, for this, you know, part of the episode. Oh, sure. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, my dad is Mike. And I've always worked with him the last eight years I've kind of done a lot of small things when we had the online magazine that was kind of my role my baby and then eventually he slowly threw stuff onto my lap as far as little commercials here and there for our sponsors and that rolled into me editing all the tv shows all the episodes for keys outdoors starting almost two years ago So he does all the filming, he does all the fishing, I help with the filming a little bit, and then he gives me all the raw footage, and I go ahead and edit it all for the TV show, for YouTube, Amazon Prime, and as well as doing all the social media pieces for our outlet. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's it's a lot of behind the scenes where I like it. Right, but it sounds like, we'll get to it later, it sounds like you get to be in front of the camera again, and you haven't done that in a little while too, so that'll be a fun little story. 
Oh yeah, eight years. I was finally able to catch a muskie in over eight years, and I will make that de- debut um, this year, actually. So speaking of this year, why don't we talk a little bit about 21st season of Keys Outdoors. First off, where if people are looking to watch the show, when can they start watching it, and where is it available? Well, our season airs on Fox Sports Wisconsin come January. The first Sunday in January, we air on Fox Sports Wisconsin at 9.30 a.m. Central Time. Uh, Sunday morning. And then right after that, I go ahead and I upload it to our YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash keys outdoors. And then we go ahead and upload it to Amazon Prime as well. So we are on Fox Sports Wisconsin, YouTube, and Amazon Prime. And actually on YouTube is where you can find all past episodes of Keys Outdoors. I am actually in the process of uploading like 2007, 8, 9, and 10, all of those old videos that we just didn't have digital we're converting them all actually right now so my hope is this winter is to get a majority of those episodes up on our youtube channel for everyone that you know likes all the old episodes of keys outdoors so it's kind of like we call it the keys outdoors vault and you can kind of open up all those old shows past seasons so it's actually kind of nice yeah it's pretty cool i've been watching some of those past episodes and it's just, uh, it's crazy to watch, you know, the progression. It's much like if we were to watch the, listen to the first episodes of this podcast, or if I watch my first YouTube videos, there's a, everybody goes through a progression and it's, the transformation has been pretty amazing in, in the Keys Outdoor space. Yes, I would, I, I agree there a hundred percent. Dad has always done such a wonderful job at keeping with the trends and learning new tasks and making sure we're always on top of that. So looking back at some of his older episodes, even then, it was before his time, you know, before a lot of the time of the music, the transitions, and just how he told a story that was just completely different than what he does now. And looking at that, being able to look back on that, it keeps you moving forward to continue to progress and be better than you were last year. You know, the neat thing about some of those old episodes is you might even see my ugly face on there. <laughs> I wouldn't say ugly face, but yes, I've seen you on there. It's funny to see. I should say I shouldn't say it's funny to see, but you know, to look back and be like, "Holy cow! I've known you guys for how many years?" To think about that, think of how long you guys have been literally in our lives um, through Keys Outdoors, and to look back on those episodes, it's actually it's heartwarming to see the relationship with Keys Outdoors as well as their sponsors and how we've all grown together within the industry. Hands down. I, I would agree with that completely, Amy. I, I'll never forget. I think it was 2005. It's been 15 years. We signed up with your dad, and uh, I remember Todd being a big part of that. And uh, I got my opportunity to be on TV for the first time with that whole sponsorship. But you guys have always done an outstanding job for us. We're really proud to, to be sponsors of Keys Outdoors. So it's, it goes both ways. Well, thank you. Hey, Brad, I don't think it was uh, ugly face. It was baby face is what you were looking for, because that's what it was. There's no cheaters. There's, I don't even think there's a beard. You're super clean shaven. There's certainly no gray hair. It's totally different, Brad. And maybe a few pounds mixed in with that. Well, that happens to all of us. Well, let's not talk about that. You know? No, it's, it's funny. I'm, I'm getting to the point. I might have to shave the beard. It's, it's turning all gray on me, especially. I just looked at a picture from two years ago. And it's a little scary. I'm really getting gray. Yeah, join the club. That's all Carrie's fault. We'll just blame it on her. <laughs> that might 
Might be a little bit of fact there. <laughs> How did I give Jeff gray hair? <laughs> you didn't get. You didn't give me any. That's all. Well, maybe the last year of the podcast you did, because you know it can be pretty stressful working with you. <laughs> when she shows up, exactly. Jeff. Exactly. I was waiting for that. <laughs> I didn't want to go down that rope, Brad. I was going to give her a pass. <laughs> Now, back, back to this whole, you know, the vault, I think, is what you call it on YouTube. It's so cool to be able to see some of those old episodes, and it reminds me of uh, a lot of good times and a lot of different fishermen that haven't been maybe on the show in the past couple of years, but it's pretty neat to go back and look through some of that. Mm-hmm. Definitely, and it's kind of like my first time actually rewatching them because until how many years ago, YouTube wasn't a thing, so we never had, you could only watch the show one time, and then where does it go? You either bought it on a DVD to rewatch or you just never watched it again. So to be able to bring up those memories for people that hadn't watched them more than once is kind of like a brand new episode for them in a way. Agreed. So Amy, let's kind of talk about the editing process for a minute because for people that have watched a show, I guess they might not even realize that you took over in a lot of the editing because it's been a pretty seamless transition. So was it a lot of time with you spent, you know, with Mike? teaching you the ropes or did you have to learn it on your own or how did all this come together? Kind of a little bit of both. So when I started with Keys Outdoors, I wasn't doing the editing. I taught myself how to do Photoshop and design kind of like the print ad stuff. And that rolled into learning how to do Premiere as well. So I knew an editing technique that my dad wasn't familiar with. He was familiar with the Apple products. So he was able to show me the basics because they are similar. You know, the basic, the basic ways of editing are very similar from final cut to premiere. So basically he showed me the basics and I don't know if it's just in our blood or what it is, but I just caught on really quickly and was able just to kind of take it from there and showed him what I did. Either he liked it or he told me how I can do it differently. But him and I both were constantly learning new tasks, learning new things within both the programs on how we can better ourselves as editors. So it's a lot of tag teaming. We do a lot together. It's not just me doing the show and sending it off to the network. It's a lot of back and forth stuff, which can be a lot of very time consuming. But what I like to do is once he's done with a shoot, I go ahead and I cut it all up to where the catches are. And then him and I work together as a team to put it into the storyline and to make it more of a production than just catching fish. And I think that's what a lot of people like and enjoy with Keys Outdoors is how we tell a story about his journeys, about his adventures. So it's, it's a lot of time, very time consuming, but it's at the end of the day, it's a team effort. We're both, neither of us went to school for this. We're both self-taught on both programs and within the editing suites themselves on top of Photoshop and InDesign. So yeah, it's, I don't, I don't know what it is with us, but we just, we, it's one of those things where you just, it's a, you have a knack for it and we both really enjoy it. So I think it just, it came easy for me. Well, the old story is the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, Amy. And you've been involved in this for quite some time, even before the editing process. So like you said earlier, we, we've known each other. I don't know how many years we've known each other, probably 14, 15 um, right around the beginning of our time joining on. So, you know, I mean, it's cool that you're working as a family like that as well. I mean, it's no different than Carrie and I working together or Jeff and Mel. And, 
I think uh, a lot of times things don't need to be said. You just kind of know what each other are thinking. Exactly. And I know I've been, you know, I've been watching my dad for so long and him and I outside of the business have a very good relationship as father and daughter as well. So, I mean, to have that dynamic carry over into the business, a lot of people, you know, it, it, at times it can be hard to work with your family, but I think with what we do, we're not with each other 24 seven. And I think that helps a lot. <laughs> you know, we're not with each other 24 seven. It's, you know, a couple of days a week to where we collab on our ideas and then he goes his way and I go my way. And then we come back together again to make sure our vision was produced. So it's like our dynamic works really well for us. And I'm very glad I get to work not only with him, but I, you know, through the last couple of years, I've really gotten to know all of you guys as well, going through the trade shows and actually working on projects for you guys for social media or for the TV show. It, you know, helped me get to know all of our sponsors on that personal level. So it's been amazing. It's been an amazing ride. And I'm actually, I'm just very, very happy that I'm blessed to have this opportunity to be able to do this for a living. So Brad, did you get that? Maybe we should be sending, you know, maybe Carrie should live in the shop and Mel should live in the shop a little bit. Things would you know, coexist maybe a little bit better. <laughs> That's sort of what I got out of that. <laughs> yeah, you guys are married. That's a whole that's a whole different dynamic. <laughs> there's, there's we, not. We already, we both live in the shop, Jeff. What are you talking about? That's true. I mean, we've done it for, you know, the last five days, anyways. You know, except for uh, I, I, mean, I did take a trip out to go fishing, so I, I did get away a little bit. But yeah, I know what it is about living in the shop, and it's been, it's been fun. But uh, you know. <laughs> so I'm apparently then, you know, as with any other family dynamic, there are probably some disagreements that go down from time to time. He has a very good way of saying something to me if he doesn't like it in a very nice way. He's not mean about it or anything like that. Whereas I think if you were married, you just kind of say what you're going to say. You don't care about repercussions or anything like that, (laughs) or you just get it done with. I don't know. I guess what I'm trying to say is with my dad, we do have our disagreements, but he has a very good way of giving me constructive criticism. Basically, you know, at the end of the day, I am his daughter and I am his employee. And so he really, if he has to tell me something, I go to him for a lot of advice in my life as well as business, everything. He's a very wise person on every end of the spectrum. So he has a very good way of telling me if I am wrong without hurting my feelings. (laughs) Brad, so maybe you should try that once in a while. Uh, believe me, there's times when I'm pretty cold, that's for sure. But, you know, it's pretty cold. When I am working, I'm a different person than when I'm socializing or doing other stuff. So I pretty much put my nose down and I just work and I expect everybody else to work the way I want to work. So it's, it's kind of rough sometimes, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, brother. All right, moving on. So one thing that I think that's kind of cool that you guys have going on right now is the Quick Trip Contest. It's the video contest. And if I'm not mistaken, I think that wraps up pretty soon. So Amy, why don't you talk a little bit about that and if user, or if the listeners can still get involved in that. Definitely. So the, our Quick Video Clip Contest runs through the summer from the opener of Wisconsin beginning of May till actually yesterday, the end of November. We just ended it last night. I was up until probably... 
11 o'clock editing last minute videos for people that submitted yesterday, last minute, but we got them up. So throughout the summer, starting in June, we gave one lucky winner who submitted that month a Tiaro gift card. So we continued that through this month. And now what we're going to do is we're going to take the top five to 10 videos within each category, the Phantom category, Mayhem category, Innovations category, and put them back up on the internet for the finalist package, basically the grand prize package. And whoever wins, whoever has the most votes at the end will win over, I believe it is $1,200 in prizes um, in gift cards through Muskie Mayhem, Phantom Lures, uh, Muskie Innovation, and Quick Trip as well. I believe there's like $1,200 worth of gift cards for the grand prize winner. So then after the grand prize, it breaks down the top three videos within each category and you will, the top three prizes, the top three spots will receive gift cards from that company as well as quick trips. So I think all together for prizes, it's over $2,600 you guys are all giving away for these videos, which is absolutely amazing. So they can, the winners can go into your shops and buy whatever they want for that amount of money for that gift card. It was a great turnout last year and I would hope we're going to do it again next year, but we will see. About how many videos did you end up having to edit, Amy? I know this is a big bunch of work for you at, at some point throughout the day and <laughs> we greatly appreciate that you actually do this because it's really cool to be able to see some of those catches out there on our products and as well as the other sponsors' products. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's definitely very interesting on how sneaky some of these people are when they're editing um, and they send me the video because they don't want to show the location or the place or anything like that. So it gets a little tricky when you try to not give that location away for them. But I think we had over 35 to 40 videos this last round. There was that one month that we only had a few submissions, but it was super hot here in Wisconsin. So I don't know if it was just people weren't catching fish or people weren't filming or whatever the case is. But did you see that one that just they submitted? It was a 56-incher caught on a mayhem, musky mayhem bucktail. I've been meaning to go check it out. I have not. I didn't even know about that one, but that's super awesome. Yeah. 56 inches. And I was like, oh, my God, it's the biggest one that I think it's the biggest fish we've had submitted throughout the contest. So I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, for sure. I'd, I'd love to see it. So definitely you're going to have to check that out tonight, I guess. Yeah, definitely. You can go ahead and check them out right on our YouTube channel. That's where we ha are holding the contest. And basically it's just our slash keys outdoors from our YouTube channel. And you go to the 2020, 2021 quick video clip contest folder and all of the submissions are there. And we're going to have our judges pick the top ones from each category. And then we will go ahead and create a new folder so that everybody can vote on those. So then we will know who will be the grand prize winner. Awesome. And when, when will those results come about? It's on our website, so I'm not quite sure on the dates on that. I think I gave myself a few weeks to go ahead and make sure I have all of the submissions in, have all of the finalists in the new folder gave myself a little bit of time i believe the finalists the finalists will be announced this month for sure and then i believe we give them a few weeks to actually vote on the video so whoever has the most views will end up winning the grand prize 
So, Amy, this sounds like a really cool competition, and hopefully we can kind of grow it. You know, I mean, every year I'd like to see it grow a little bit more. I'm hoping to do it again next year, and I think, Jeff, you're probably on board as well, correct? Yep. So, I, I don't know. It's really cool to see people catching fish on our product. Amy, you do a great job with that whole whole deal, and I'm looking forward to see who uh, the champions are going to be this this year. Yeah, definitely. Same here. I enjoyed doing it. I enjoyed being able to see all the fish that are caught. And being able to help um, put that out on our YouTube channel for people to also see, for you guys to see, as well as the viewers. So, yeah, it's, it's a fun competition. That's what we wanted. We wanted a fun little contest to get through the summer months and help people, you know, for a chance to win some awesome prizes from all of you guys, from Innovations, Mayhem, Phantom, Quick Trip, and TRL. Very, very cool. So, Amy, the viewers haven't seen you on TV in roughly eight years. I, I think it was uh, a windshield or a gunnel or something, a leg up against it, doing everything you could to stay in the boat. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? And let's talk, because I'm assuming that was probably one of your first muskies you've ever caught, or possibly the first one you've caught on film. And then apparently you caught another muskie this year that people will be able to check out. I needed redemption from that. I was so embarrassed that my dad aired that on TV right before a sport show. So, of course, everybody's coming to our booth saying, are you the one that put your foot up on the on the windshield? And, of course, I had to replay that over and over and over all day long. But, yes, that was my first muskie that I caught on film with my dad almost eight years ago. It was on a local lake here in Wisconsin near our house. And um, I needed to redeem myself from that so dad called me up this last september and asked me to hop in the boat for a few days and we headed over to green bay where you uh, have a chance at just catching a giant muskie so we hooked up with brett alexander and we headed to the bay of green bay for a few days and we were trolling so that was a new process for me as well i've never caught a muskie trolling and we were out there early morning and we hooked into this awesome muskie that actually had like uh, a snout nose I think it is where the top lip is in further than the bottom lip it was just an ugly looking thing it was just crazy and so we re I reeled it in and it was tough I don't know how you guys I watch my dad all the time doing trolling shows by himself I don't it's a team effort I don't know how you can physically do that fish after fish it was hard for me but I reeled it in I held it um, Brett released it because we were still moving, and yeah, it was. I we didn't measure it, but it was about forty three inches. So it was it was a lot of fun. It was a great experience to hop in the boat with Dad again and to get out there and to redeem myself from that awful windshield video. <laughs> I don't think it was so awful. <laughs> I think it was entertaining. <laughs> kind of shows the real uh, the real struggle of musky fishing a little bit. It definitely is, and especially for somebody who isn't out there pounding the water every day and practicing on how to reel in these fish. It was, it was an experience. It's tough. It's hard. They fight like crazy. And I guess being new to it, you just don't, you don't know what to expect. There's no way for you to practice this until it's go time. So to have that, I needed leverage because yeah, otherwise I was going in the water. There was no way I was able to hold that by myself. Yep, that's what I envision when my daughter finally gets a good one, you know, 43 or 44. The last time I had her out, I'm like, man, I hope we get a, like a, a 48 or something just giant. And then I can just watch you try to, you know, hold this thing while it manhandles you. Because mm -hmm. like you said, I mean, the power behind them, if you haven't caught one or caught a big one, it's it's crazy. Right. 
you don't know until you know. Well, Amy, we really appreciate you coming out and spending a half an hour talking muskies with us. It's uh, cool to get a peek behind the scenes of everything that goes on to make this the Keys Outdoors thing uh, special and, and make it go together. And, you know, your stories are cool. We like hearing about, you know, like I said, it's it's a peek behind the curtain and people like to see that kind of stuff and hear about it. And congratulations on that great muskie from this season. We're all looking forward to checking that out. So thanks again for, for spending some time with us. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. This is a new experience for me, so I'm super excited for the season. I'm, I'm excited to listen to this. And, I'm, you know, thank you guys for asking me to be on board and definitely um, hope to do this again soon. Before we take off, though, for people that, are, that want to find Keys Outdoors again, I want you to let them know one more time how they can find Keys Outdoors. Definitely. We air, our 21st season airs on Fox Sports Wisconsin, Sunday morning, starting in January, the first Sunday in January at 9.30 a.m. Central Time. And then we will upload all of our episodes to our YouTube channel and Amazon Prime. Our YouTube channel is www.youtube.com backslash Keys Outdoors, K-E-Y-E-S Outdoors. And you can find all of our old episodes on there, all of the new content on there, our quick trip contests on there, um, as well as anything else we put up throughout the season. Excellent. So for anybody listening, go check out some keys outdoors. Apparently Brad and Carrie need to go check out a 56 inch musky caught on a musky mayhem product. Apparently I got to go check that out today too, but I also got to try to get this podcast up before five o'clock tomorrow morning. So anyways, Amy, we appreciate your time. Thanks again for coming out. You did great. We, we, like I said, it's cool to have different guests on and we thank you for taking some time out. All right. Thanks guys. You guys all take care and I'm sure we'll be talking to you all soon. Thanks Amy. Thanks, great Amy. talking to you.